1: Greetings to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of Veritas, Alternative Media for Discerning Minds. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, make yourself at home. I want to thank all our members for your loyalty and support. Without you, this show would not have been possible. Tonight's special guest has been requested by many of you for months. And I must confess, this is one of the deepest and most intense interviews I have ever conducted. A curiosity about everything took over. Our special guest tonight is George Kavaslas. It is absolutely incredible that we were able to discuss so many areas in the span of almost three hours. If you frequently listen to this show, you know the most important questions for me are, who are we? Where do we come from? And where are we going? George Cavaslas has had a very interesting life and is stepping into knowledge from within. and will report what he knows to be true. Tonight, I ask you to be more open-minded than usual. And please consider the impossible as possible. It will be a very exciting, enlightening and revealing interview George Kavaslas will be with us shortly to listen to tonight's full show and the new material on Veritas TV including a new video lecture by Jim Nichols about the military industrial complex and the Ronald Reagan presidential ET briefing become a member you'll receive instant access to all of our material and remember Veritas survives on your voluntary subscriptions only. No sponsorship equals no censorship. Think about the next time you spend $7.95. Do you really receive any value? That is what you pay per month as a Veritas member, and you receive over 127 shows, all in CD audio quality, Veritas TV, and our very unique Manticore forum, where you can interact with enlightened people around the world to discuss everything that matters. So just go to the subscribe link of our website, verytestshow.com and take Veritess with you. You can also download our latest show via iTunes. During these days of uncertainty, the uncensored truth is priceless. Don't wait any longer. Subscribe today. You can also purchase our futuristic 8GB metal case USB drive with Seasons 1 or 2 with bonus material. I know a lot of you have issues with low hard disk space or your internet connection is slow. So this is the perfect fit for you. Go to the Very Veritas store for more information. And don't forget, get your MMS right from us. It's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Listen to Jim Humble's interview for more information. Just go to the past shows link. And I know a lot of you have written to me those of you who travel a lot. I know you're buying a lot of the traveler kits. and thanks to all of you who are writing about the upcoming East SETI event from June 24th through the 27th, letting me know you'll be there. I've already received a lot of messages from people in the United States, Canada, Costa Rica, and even Europe. I'm looking forward to seeing you there. Go to EastSETI.org for more information. Check out the speakers. Bob Dean, Dr. Carol Rosin, Michael Tellinger, Neil Kramer, and more. And of course, I'll be there with you. And if you need to get in touch with me, click on the contact button of our website, veritashow.com, and join me on Facebook. And now, get ready for answers to critical questions. Who are we? Where do we come from? Where are we going? What does it mean when we hear that life as we know it ends in 2012? Who are the masters of deception who rule this planet on our lives? What's the purpose of our moon? Is it natural? Who towed it there? For answers to these and many more questions, George Cavaslas is coming up next. This is Mel Fabregas, and you're listening to Veritas. Don't go anywhere. This is James Gilliland, and you're listening to The Veritas Show. George Kavasilas has had an incredible variety of experiences, including traveling up through the dimensions of our universe and rediscovering what life here on this planet is all about. It is more significant than you are led to believe. George shares his knowledge and wisdom gained over a lifetime of extraordinary experiences including meeting and interacting on and off world with many different et races both benevolent and malevolent george shares his comprehensive understanding of the ascension process and the two main phases of our dna's transformation into homo illuminus or human or more correctly god man and directly from northern adelaide australia I would like to introduce, for the first time, George Cavaslas.
2: Hello, George, and welcome to Veritas. How are you? Very well, thank you, Mel. I, I'm very well, and I, I'm really excited about our discussion today. It's uh, it's going to be very, very good, very uh, informative, and, and lots of fun.
1: Absolutely. And George, in the past few months, as I was telling you offline, a large number of our listeners have contacted me requesting to bring you on, and I'm glad we finally did, especially. Because this is very timely. As you and I were discussing offline, it seems that you and your wife have known about the earth changes and and the changes in humanity and, and the planet for quite some time. But first, let me just say that our program is always searching for answers to three primordial questions. Who are we? Where do we come from? And where are we going? For those who don't know who you are, give us some background of yourself and tell us about your incident in 2003, which you call a connection with your higher self, and that's when you also received the answers to the three primordial questions. Tell us more.
2: Yeah, sounds incredible, doesn't it? And uh, here I am, just an everyday guy who doesn't have uh, uh, a background of, of academia, and so I'm not a scientist, and I'm not, uh, you know, pretty much a professional of any kind, and uh, it's, it's really in one way I see it as a blessing because that way my mind hasn't been quite uh, um, tainted or programmed or or has the the slants um, within the framework of my mind. But uh, having said that, uh, I've also experienced extraterrestrial um, interactions throughout my life and so there has been an actual uh, intense, uh, I would say, programming of my mind to a certain degree for, for many reasons. And and one of them, the, the overall reason would have to be, Mel, that uh, there was always going to be a time in my life that I was going to step forward and, and, and share my experiences. And so um, these beings understanding what my role was going to be here uh, worked extensively in making sure that uh, they could impede it, if not uh, stop it altogether, but uh, they haven't succeeded. And uh, it's it's wonderful now to be in a place within myself where I can actually... Come to terms with everything and, and and be at peace with everything and begin to share it as. And I must say, you know, the information I do share, I'll, I'll be the first one to um, admit that it does sound crazy and, uh, and and can be looked upon as just deluded or part of a program that's designed to. Um, I could say, and some would say, probably distract people from really mm-hmm. what's going on and. You know, I have a different take on that, and you know, I feel that the information I'm sharing is what's important. And uh, without creating creating divides here, it's just uh, I feel that there's a lot of drama that's taking place, uh, conspiratorial drama. Um, it's it's a massive agenda on the planet at the moment, and I feel that those are actually the distractions from what's about to happen. Um, so I have a slightly different uh, different take on that and you know and that's okay it's really if that's a spice of life to have all these different perspectives and so yeah i'll be sharing some information today that will really push people's boundaries and a lot of people might just feel uncomfortable with what i share and think i'm just one of these crazy nutters who are just um foolish enough to um put out there a prediction and i'm i really just want to share um what i've learned from my heart and uh you know, if if I wasn't to, to say this information and things do come to pass, then uh, it, it, I, w- I wouldn't feel that I've played my role in life here. And so if I share these things and they don't come to pass, well, you know, I feel it's really important that at least I've had the courage to get up and uh, and stand true in my convictions in life, and uh, at least i provided a service for people that they can contemplate life uh, to the degree... That's required if you're going to entertain the concepts that I'm going to share and the coming changes that I'm going to share. So by that way, I'm I'm serving people in the way that they can really – it really helps people to overcome their attachments to this level of reality and this level of life. As we're going through these incredible changes, then you know what? Um, Maybe I'm the one who's swinging the pendulum to an extreme side um, of the swing and uh and and providing that service with people taking it to the ultimate extreme on one on one level so maybe there's uh maybe there's some sort of balance there in the middle but i'll i will speak in the affirmative uh, at times today i i honor all journeys all soul journeys and I, I feel it's important for me just to speak from my heart as to what i know is uh is real and what is not real so um, having said that, we can probably get stuck into it because um, there's quite a lot to share, <laughs> and sure. you know the talks that I do, Mel, um, uh, are usually um, all-day seminars, and um, you know they run for about eight to ten hours, so and even that sometimes is not enough time to share all the information to actually grasp um, the message that I'm sharing. So. We'll, we'll give it our best shot, eh?
1: And we'll try to squeeze
2: your brain
1: as much as we can in the hour, uh, the two hours that we have. But uh, just to, to establish foundation, do you consider mm. yourself an abductee, contactee, or experiencer?
2: Both. Um, I've actually had both. Um, it's the abductions that I've experienced throughout my life have been quite profound. Um, my memories go back as far as, uh, five years old. and and that memory of that particular incident when I was five years old was quite intense and I was very frightened and it was a, I will call it a, a malevolent of nature. Now I've had experiences with many different gray races. Um, I've had experiences with draconian and reptilian races, I've had experiences with cricket races, with mantis beings, and uh, incredibly um, evil, angelic human looking beings um blonde-haired blue-eyed beings there's there's some wonderful blonde-haired blue-eyed races out there i've had incredible um, experiences with benevolent beings as well some my on. experiences
1: I, I, I don't mean to interrupt you but you said something yeah. that that contradicted all, all of a sudden angelic evil-looking beings explain that
2: yeah sure there's there's a group of of extraterrestrials who have um, uh, throughout eons of evolution of time uh, going around marauding the most powerful genetics uh, possible because out there, Mel, um, genetics are the number one commodity. If, you know, um, for those who, who, who have that thirst and that lust for power and control, um, mineral substances or just physical substances are really at the very low end of anything and... Um, of achieving these means, and then you move into the world of technology and and that can only do so much for you. And then beyond that, you get into the actual organic life force. And so genetics that can access life force in in the cosmos for these beings and these cabals who are into this kind of thing, that is the number one commodity. And so when you have a planet, which is the microcosm of the macrocosm, and I'm referring to our planet, planet Earth, then, and you have this embodiment called human, which represents God-man, which I'll, I'll get to. Um, you have all the codes of life force in our genetics. So our genetics are the most prized possession in the universe. And uh, they are really fascinated um, in the human race because they want to access more life force. They, we we access more life force than any other race in the universe, And I'm not saying that as an arrogant or egotistical statement, I'm just purely stating fact, universal fact.
1: But when you say evil angelic in the same sentence, or evil angelic looking looking beings, the first word that comes to mind is deception. Explain the evil angelic, that part seems contradictory to me to having the same sentence.
2: Yeah, it, it can do. These beings have, have, have marauded and, and taken the best genetics out of all the different races that exist and created an embodiment for themselves, a container that they can occupy. And and they look very beautiful, like incredibly attractive um, humanoid-looking beings. Uh, at the same time, they're, they're really quite powerful. And at the same time, they present as beings of light and beings of high spiritual um, stature. And they actually actually... Um, interested in only controlling and and feeding off the energy of others and the way they go about is incredibly sophisticated so these are um this particular group geez we've gone straight into the drama here this is really (laughs) juicy stuff um this one particular group that i've interacted with are, are from orion these nordics from orion and they come across as very um advanced spiritual beings and they're not they're not what they seem and they have an agenda and they're in contact at the moment with uh, the, um, you can call it the shadow government and uh, the hidden forces behind the scenes on our planet. And they're the ones that are actually pulling the strings as to what's going on here. And they're the local uh, the local office in our galaxy of this intergalactic cabal, which is uh, uh, marauding the cosmos and, and doing some pretty nasty things to a lot of different races of life.
1: So basically they're masters of... Of deception because we've heard about the Nordics we've heard about these beings of light and we hear good things about them but your experience has been the opposite
2: exactly there are some Nordics that are that are fantastic beings but this one particular race who is in contact with our military and and shadow government behind the scenes are not what they seem and I've I've dealt with them personally Um, when when you actually thank you for listening